o'clock hour of Wilde and Tausch begins now. These are my two favorites, if you're watching on the video. The Caramel Delights, Samoas, and the Peanut Butter Sandwich Cookies. Thin Mints are third. Uh, peanut Butter Patties, fourth. They got a Lemonades. I like Lemonades. Those are very good as well. Uh, can't do the shortbread. Uh, bland. I need I need more sweetened flavor. Uh, so, Tausch, I was surprised to learn that you read the story today. Ron Wolf and I talked for about a half hour yesterday. It was the best half hour of my week. No offense. Uh, a lot of great times on the show here, but yeah, I talk to you offended. 15 hours a day, a week uh, when you're here for the entire week. Um, and it was just, it was great. And he got after me a little bit because I thought maybe he had heard what Goody had said. Uh, no, got a lot going on down there. He went and saw some spring training baseball. Um, but we, I, I am fascinated that is, Goody... Did you ask him, is he playing pickleball? Does Ron play pickleball? I did not ask him that. Um, I don't know. So what's a day for Ron? I, I know you. Are you, you putting together your, get... are you putting together your questions for when he joins us? Write that no, down I, on your little did? boogie board. Uh, okay. In the you dark there. Him? Why did you what? turn the lights off? I think old girl uh, kind of maybe hit a button and maybe she shouldn't have unless she was. So okay. I don't know, but I'm going to stick with it because we're, yeah, just, I like it. It's nice. It's so we got 51 minutes to go of you in the dark. Uh, so anyway, what we ended up talking about is this idea. Goody said that he wants to get back to the Packers drafting quarterbacks on a regular basis. Now, what I thought was interesting, during the Ron Wolf era, he traded for Brett Favre, obviously, and then he essentially presided over nine drafts, including the 2000 draft, which was really his last class. Because even though he retired in June of, 20, uh, of 2001, uh, oh, hi, uh, he, he basically let Mike Sherman and his coaches run the draft, and that's how you ended up with Jamal Reynolds and Robert Ferguson and, instead of... Uh, Chris Chambers in the second round, etc., right? Uh, in his nine drafts, he drafted seven quarterbacks, three of whom he flipped for draft picks in Aaron Brooks, Matt Hasselbeck, frequent contributor to the program, and Mark Brunel. After that, in the Mike Sherman era as GM, one quarterback. Do you know who it was? Uh, I don't. Craig Knoll. Craig Knoll. In the Ted Thompson era, Ted had 13 drafts. The quarterbacks he took, Aaron Rodgers, Engel Martin. He then drafted two quarterbacks in 08 when Rodgers became the starter in Brian Brom and Matt Flynn. B.J. Coleman in 2012 and Brett Hundley in 2015. That's it. And then Brian Gutekind so far? Jordan Love and Sean Clifford. That's it. That's the list. And he was adamant that you have to PYA, protect your ass, at the most important position in football. Do you agree? I, I'm, I, I say this cautiously because I said how much I love Ron. How often is too often to draft quarterbacks? Because one a year, which is what Ron did, Worked out great. Not drafting him very frequently. 
Those are picks you can use elsewhere. He said, I never worried about, quote-unquote, wasting a pick on a quarterback. Do you believe in that same philosophy? And do you think Brian Gutekunst is actually going to do this when he values his picks and he wants to improve the team? I, I don't think you do it every year. I, th- I think you can be very selective now if there's somebody. I, if you have a guy like Ron did with Brett established himself as the man, an MVP, a Super Bowl champion, and you're always trying to kind of figure out, all right, a veteran backup, I always want to have some young up-and-coming whippersnapper that's going to do the scout team that's going to kind of develop. So I always think you want to have three, but I don't think you can do it every year because you, you have to let these guys grow into their spots too. And you, can, you can't really just cut bait right away. So if Sean Clifford, if you end up with a fourth-round pick quarterback this year, you could look at it and you're going to push Sean Clifford. That's great. Then let's say both of those guys end up being guys you like. You're mm-hmm. going to draft another guy next year? Right. Well, Sean Clifford will be in his third year. It, I think the line of demarcation for me is after the fourth round, I don't care if you grab a quarterback every year. I agree. But if you're going to do this and it's going to be earlier, I don't want you taking a first or second round quarterback when you have your guy because it's too valuable of draft capital. And you could say, well, what happens if something happens to Jordan Love? That quarterback's not going to be ready, and Green Bay doesn't believe in that policy anyways. Of playing somebody. Sean Clifford got that in, one year sitting now. Now he's ready. He, If you don't think he's more ready now than he was last year, your coach has yeah, done a terrible job. Right, right. So Sean Clifford grows, and if they find a fifth or sixth round pick that they like and think they can develop, absolutely grab him. And then next year, I would say... Unless there is a overvalue, like a value, like a second or third round pick that's sitting there at six, mm-hmm. Ron's general point I completely agree with. You can never have enough of the guys in that position because what Ron did beautifully was he didn't rush anybody. When the time came, Doug Peterson was a backup. You let uh, you let Matt Hasselbeck develop. I mean, Matt Hasselbeck was blocking Reggie White his first year. <laughs> As a Green Bay Packer. Yep. Matt Hasselbeck was lined up blocking Reggie White on scout team. Then Ron Wolf was able to flip Matt Hasselbeck and get a, you know, I think a Mon Green, or in essence, a, 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 an end up he being moved Jamal up, Reynolds. Which, he, he moved up in the draft and got a third round pick. So he basically got a first and a third for him. So when you can showcase that stuff, and the beautiful part is you get the preseason games and you can do that. I don't think you're ever going to be disappointed with yourself as an organization if you ended up with maybe one too many quarterbacks or you swing and miss at a guy when you hit on all of the first, when when you've been able to have the success in the track record that the Packers do. The Packers have changed. Brian Gutekunst, I think, feels like maybe we let this get too far. Let's continue to restock as we go. So uh, I also, the other thing that I asked Ron about was Elliot Wolf, his son, who runs the Patriots personnel department now, and the line about luck on why the Packers have had the success they've had at quarterback. And I said, you know, Elliot said he was kidding, and he said, I don't think he's wrong. 
which I and that's coming on Sunday in the Wisconsin State Journal. Because here's the thing: the one, the the two things that allowed the Packers to do things the way they have, greatness and durability in the two guys that are ones in the Hall of Fame, ones headed there. I hope because I like Jordan Love, I don't know if you've heard that, I hope that he can stay as healthy as Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. And obviously Aaron Rodgers had two years where he suffered broken collarbones, and that was major. But he played through pretty much everything else. Separated throwing shoulder, torn calf, a fracture in his knee in 2018, if you remember, suffered in the opener. So he was durable. Not as durable as the indestructible Favre, but durable. So those guys have not had to, those backups have not had to play. The other thing about Ron's approach, all fourth round or later on those seven draft picks used on quarterbacks. So if you're able to do that and Jordan Love is good and healthy, it's all good. But there were times when I watched Jordan Love run early in the season when I was concerned for his safety because I like him. He took some chances. He took some hits. You probably want to ban court storming too, don't you? What slip and slide guy? Uh, I just want to ban uh, Filipowski, who uh, was so severely injured by that collision with that Wake Forest fan, but he somehow had the intestinal fortitude and the toughness to play through the injury in Duke's next game. A true American hero, Jason. Yeah, uh, not 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 a fan. That they're they're not very. They weren't likable with Coach K. That has not changed for most of us since Coach K's retirement. All right. Uh, again, thank you for reading. If you haven't seen the story, Ron was great, uh, and it's well worth your time because of all the interesting things that he said. Uh, you can find that on madison.com. We need to play a game of Take It to the Bank coming up next. Tausch, you need to tell us about what AmFam has cooking with the Packers right now. Oh, indeed, they are calling all Packer fans. American Family Insurance wants to see you and a friend in Detroit. You can go look at that divisional banner that they hung up there that Green Bay doesn't. shade. Check Mm -hmm. that out. At the draft up again in Detroit this year. Enter the Dream Draft Day sweepstakes for the chance to win. And these are not easy tickets to get. Two tickets to the draft. You get all your travel and hotel accommodations to Detroit which is Jesse Nelson's favorite tourist attraction. <laughs> and you get a customized jersey and much, much more. Go to amfam.com slash Packers to learn more. Take it to the bank, presented by Associated Bank. Have you guys worked out back there? Whether... We got Digi-only coming, Jason. I, we got Digi-only this break. Uh, I know you're excited. I appreciate, I appreciate you alerting me to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Why would have, I not? Have, that, uh, that's the, you, you did. You alerted it to me as I was going to commercial break, so thank you for that. Um, have Riley and Strofe worked out who's doing Take It to the Bank and who's doing Whoa, whichever of you it is? Yeah, we're going to uh, we're gonna switch off uh, Take It to the Bank. We're going to split responsibilities there. Okay. And then Whoa, Riley makes its uh, triumphant debut today. Oh, well, Riley. He's got quite the dilemma for you guys to break down. Uh, does he have the winning percentages of all the NBA teams that are in playoff contention too? If you listen to a Sports Center 19 minutes ago, he, he sure doesn't does. have the audio. He doesn't have the audio clipped yet. We well, he has it. He just doesn't know how to play it over the radio. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> uh, take it to the bank is is next over the. 
terrestrial radio and you're listening on any sort of streaming device. But Digi only. I'm going to eat my Girl Scout cookies through this Digi only. I'm just telling you right now. Yeah, why would you not? Yeah. What exactly are we doing? Would you like to tease well, that we'll so leave people it up come to Strofe? Yeah, because you forgot. Strophe, I believe. Uh, no, I believe it is Stadium Foods that we will be ranking because there are a lot of people irritated about getting rid of the dollar dogs that people used to be able to get dollar dogs at Philly and some of these other places, and those are no longer in play. So we're trying to figure out what is your go-to stadium foods. Join us on the Digi Only on the YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook video feeds right now. If that wasn't a colossal sales job to convince you to join us for the Digi Only, I don't know what is. We'll see you over there during the commercial break. It's Wildey and Tausch. You're listening to Wildy and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Call Gina Della from Pella at 855-PELLA-WI or visit online at PellaWI.com slash radio. of you who did not join the digi only video stream lucky you i, I wish you i had out no, I think... no <laughs> they did it they did it what Tausch do you mean didn't even did? tell strove how we were doing this strove at a whiteboard i thought it was a hell of an effort by us actually can you here's the question can you take that now and make that a sound graph on social media so people can see how terrible that was. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. By the way, Tausch, I, I have to admit, uh, I yes. didn't know what Sabco was. I had no idea what Sabco yeah, was. I don't know what he's doing. And it's not an O at the end. It's a D. So it's not even that. It's Sabco. <laughs> <laughs> you know the thing that irritated me most about that uh, a oh, young man go. from Texas Tech that got into it? The fact that he doesn't... Uh, account for Mavemshnup from Saved by the Bell. Mavemshnup is so when it came to you guys all know Dale. Dale was my initial love of acronyms. Daytona, another <laughs> experience, right? Everybody knows that is now my everybody gold knows yeah. for, for acronyms. But back in the day. And Maddie Coonan, our MVT, I would guess is going to be a Hall of Famer, uh, if I'm guessing. Mavemshnup was the anal- <laughs> or the acronym that Screech and Zach used on their test or on their quiz show to get how far away from the sun the planets were. Mercury, Venus, Earth, ba-boom, ba-boom. That was the, uh, the acronym that ge- lets you know what distances are furthest apart, and et cetera, et cetera. Mavemshnup. And that's what irritates me about this guy, that he didn't even take take that into account when he's looking at his astronomical views. Um, I, I am searching the web for uh, Dale. Daytona, another losing experience. T-shirts. Uh, I have not found one yet. No, They're vintage. Look for... 
look for Mavimshnup uh, Saved by the Bell, and you will, it'll blow your How mind. How do you I spell Mavimshnup? MV, just put Save by the Bell. Because here's the key. Here's the Matt key. Matt Gooden, can you help us? I don't know if Matt's listening today. But if he you is. are, Matt, can you send us that clip? Because Here. you know what I'm talking about. I, if my brother was listening, he would know what I'm talking about. I, and everybody of a certain age that loved that show, that was trying to get a good grade in science, remembers Mavimshnup. Right, but the key to a useful acronym is to know how to spell it out so you can then use it to get all the planets in order correctly. Mavinshnup. Mercury, Venus, Mars, Earth. Mavinshnup. Wait, what was the... Mercury, Venus... Venus, Mars, Earth. So there's two M's. Mavim. That's the MVM. Okay. The hard part is that silent J, which luckily Riley knows... Because he he has a silent Yauki. Jupiter, yeah. the Jupiter is kind of a it goes quick. Yeah, I, don't, I think the joke that they were probably going for on that fine television program was that you couldn't really use that to be smarter. I think that's probably what they were looking for there. So it worked out well for I everybody. I used it. You did no, not. I used it. How did you? So how did In you know where the In my science class. Get out of here. It's at, okay. So that okay. worked for you. Mavimshnup. It did, yeah. Mavimshnup. Yeah. It's I know what the 11 Dale, o'clock hour of the podcast is going to be outside, titled, by the way. Outside of Dale, which, again, we've went over this numerous times, uh, acronym-wise, that is a big part of why I became a huge acronym fan. Mavimshnup. Uh, I'm struggling to find Mavinshnup on uh, on the Google. I think machine. our boy, I think our MVT will figure it out for us. All right. Well, I want to make sure that we uh, maximize our uh, time with Riley and uh, Strofe, but we've now used up all of our time for Take It to the Bank, presented by Associated Bank. So they're not going to have time to alternate because we've been too busy breaking down our Digi only, which again. Uh, the fact that Tausch thinks that stadium nachos come with queso and not some sort of orange cheese-like substance, uh, uh, that, was a, that was an interesting part of our discussion. Um, let's just get to <laughs> Woe Yauhi. How are we doing this? Riley, Yauhi, Strophy. Uh, we'll do that coming up. want to remind you that Associated Bank, whether we get to the Take It to the Bank segment or not, is the best when it comes to customer service. They have all the industry uh, acknowledgments and awards to prove it, and they're also the, your home for Packers checking. AssociatedBank.com slash Packers. You can find out more there. Sign up. Get your Packers debit MasterCard. Get your 10% off at the Packers Pro Shop in-store and online. Uh, maybe you can get yourself a 65 jersey, and instead of Tauscher on the back, you can put Mavinchnup. I don't know if they would know how to spell it in the pro shop, but if Matt, if one of our Hall of Famers lets them know, then they'll be able to do it. AssociatedBank.com slash Packers to find out more. Whoa, somebody is next. It's Wilde and Tausch. This is Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Sponsored by American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. I close my eyes, I can see you in my sweatshirt. 
I'm working on capturing Mavin Schnupp on video. Uh, so there's an E between the M-V-E-M, right? Because as I learned from John Lithgow's show, Earth is the third rock from the sun. So M-V-E-M. M-V-E-M, yeah. M-V-E-M, yeah. Yeah. And the J hard it, it is hard to find that. That's a struggle. Uh it's yeah, kind of it's tough. <laughs> as you mnemonic it, devices go. All right. Uh we did not take turns on Take It to the Bank because we didn't play Take It to the Bank presented by Associated Bank. So maybe they'll take turns in Woe's Trophy or Whoa Riley. If the topic is good, the guys discuss. Just the other morning, I had breakfast at Tracy Rocker's house. His mama brought out 15 flapjacks. He said, Mama, take back five of them flapjacks. They're going to stay hungry for the crimson tide. But if it's not, the show must go on. It's time for... Whoa, Nelly! On Wildy and Tausch. All righty, so Strofe wants to let me cook. So this will be a Whoa, Riley segment for you guys. All right. Today. So, tomorrow is my dad's birthday. Shout out Patrick Yauk. He's turning 50. Really hoping tomorrow. his name was Keith. No, I was considering that too. But no, his name's Patrick, not Keith Yauk. And Jesse, in his benevolence, is letting me miss producing Prep Mania to go home and celebrate my father's birthday at what home. What a nice guy. I know, right? What a nice guy. So, however, a few weeks ago, my fraternity, I missed a fraternity <laughs> meeting to celebrate my brother's birthday at home. I got fined $10, and it was an unexcused absence. So, in your guys' opinion, is a family member's birthday a valid excuse to miss work or another obligation? I know what Jesse would Ah, say. Really good question. So here's what I would say. Uh, If it is... A big number, like 50, and it's been planned for a while, and they asked you if you could get back. If it is a 43rd birthday on a Tuesday and you're meeting at an Applebee's to go and do it, I'm going to say no. You have to find a time. You go back and you celebrate it on the weekend. But in this case, on a weekend, there are people that can help you out and support you. You can miss it. You should family should always be first unless it's a forty third birthday on a Tuesday. Okay, uh, I'm going to decline to answer because I'm too shook by the fact that your dad is younger than I am. I just was Whoa! thinking that. I was Riley! just thinking that, and I'm actually shocked. Like I could, I'm only a couple years younger than Riley's dad. Yeah, it's true. and I Think feel like when Riley and I. We're chopping it up. I was thinking we're like on the same, like we're the same. Hey, we got the same uh-huh. stuff. We're well, the same maturity. We're level. young kids. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And the more I looked around our ESPN Madison uh, office, I'm the old cat, man. I'm the old cat. Rutledge acts older and he's grumpier and is, uh, you know, he's yelling at the clouds. True. But I think he's younger than I am. I don't even know how old Jim is, but I'm the old cat, man. And I still feel young, though. 
I don't move young. I don't look you young, but ball. I feel young. Okay. Riley. Riley. All righty. And that's, that's a pretty quick turnaround there by Strofe, yeah. by the way. Nice work. That was very fast. Uh, that's why he's the best. Still waiting to hear those clips from SportsCenter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen today. Uh, I did email him to Strofe. Maybe he could load it into the, uh, the old audio edit machine over here. But anyways, in that same vein, my long-distance girlfriend, Katie, is in town today. And she will be with me to visit my family tomorrow for my father's birthday. She has met my parents before briefly on campus. However, she has not met the rest of my family. And my siblings can be pretty brutally honest. I have a lot of younger siblings. They uh, they don't mince words. So, do you guys have any good stories from introducing your significant other to your parents slash family? Well, how is this going to play out in your mind, Riley? This is about you. This is a great uh, let's, question. Let's make this about you. Also, where is she how, normally? How do you think this is How far away yeah, what, is she? How long have okay. you guys been dating? This, how did you Give us some backstory. Okay, so some context. She goes to St. Ambrose University in Davenport, Iowa, so only like two hours, 15 minutes away. Not the too Harvard bad. of Iowa. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Go fighting bees, Barney the Bee. Uh, but she's from Minnesota, uh, which is a little farther away. Boo, Minnesota. She's a Vikings fan, whatever. I can overlook that. Uh, other than that, she's fantastic. Um, but, yeah, I think it's going to be fine. Good save. Thank you. <laughs> I think it'll be fine. I know I think she's awesome. My parents met her. They really like her already from just a chance meeting uh, at a Badger football game. A chance meeting with your girlfriend? <laughs> what do you mean a chance it, meeting? It was a chance meeting. My parents were coming. She was visiting was at the same time. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't scheduled. <laughs> they bumped into each other in the beer line? Yeah. They both came to our fraternity tailgate. And they chopped it up for a little bit. Is she nervous? Who's more nervous, you or her? Not sure. I'll have to talk to her, touch base with her today, because we'll Seems be hanging like out. Idea. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm a little nervous, because, especially for my younger siblings. My parents, older siblings, they'll be fine. How many siblings do you have? I have six. So <laughs> I remember it was a big number. Yeah, five younger And they will harass me and let me know if they do not like her. So I, I'm just hoping that they approve. Uh, how, how long have you been? Was it Katie? Yes, yes. How long have you been and Katie been dating? So we've only been dating for a month. We've known each other for about like six wow. plus months now. So we've known each other for a while. Just started dating uh, a little over a month ago. So uh, it's still and, pretty and, new. Uh, this has not gone anything close to what you're anticipating. No, and, uh, not at all. <laughs> uh, let that be a, one of your first lessons in Wilde and Tower. So you uh, probably subbing. close to friend zoning, huh? You probably feel six months. Yeah, we were. So how did you narrowly did you take it. the Great step question. and say, "Hey, I like you, I I dig you. Let's let's take this you, next level." How did that play out? Did you hand her a note that said, "Do you like me? <laughs> like me?" Check, check buy a yes Valentine's, or no. one of those little Valentine's candies he gave her, maybe. <laughs> I, for the record, I love the candy hearts that come in those little Valentine's Day boxes. Uh, that's a hot take. But anyways, uh, I think the feelings were mutual. I think we both liked each other. Um, we were we were writing letters back and forth, hand handwritten. <laughs> writing letters? letters. What? Yeah. Oh, baby. Who are you, Andrew Luck in the 1800s? <laughs> yeah. General My Luck. dearest Katie. Yeah. <laughs> The war rages on. Yeah, but we we just so I think we liked each other, and then we just decided, you know what? Who let's wrote just do the it. first letter saying, "Let's give this thing a shot"? <laughs> Great song by George Strait. Um, 
I believe it was me. I'll have huh. to go back. I have so bag. many more questions about There's this. There's a lot of questions here. Like How? normally you'd think he maybe a snap or a text nah. or something like that. Old boy got down with a quill pen, <laughs> sat at his desk, and wrote a little note. <laughs> said, Alexander "Hey, Hamilton. let's give this thing a shot." Yeah, what a world. <laughs> she liked it. Girls I'll tell you what. Handwritten notes. That's Do you have good handwriting? These no, are all hand- questions I have. No, my handwriting's horrible. My grandpa has made fun of me for my bad handwriting before. <laughs> Your grandpa, who's only a few years older than me. Uh, so, wait a minute. So, mm-hmm. how did you meet her? Did she respond with this a note? Did she text you? <laughs> yes, she wrote me a letter back. We met each other last summer. We were both on this program. It's like kind of a service trip, not really. It's called Summer Projects, run by Focus Organization. Um, it's basically a bunch of college students get together. This is going to make no sense. No free advertising, to Riley. Anyone out no there? No free advertising. Get to the point, Riley. Okay. So it was on, <laughs> Come a, on a summer trip down in <laughs> Charleston that we were there for a few months together. We got to know each other. Okay. And then, and then so if you've been, uh, you've known each other for six months, you've been dating for a month. How many times have you actually seen Katie in person? Well, so I saw her all summer. I saw her daily uh, this past summer. While you were in the friend zone. While I was in the friend zone. Then uh, after the summer, probably three or four times. Three or four times. You realize that because of this, Hunter Vaughn will be filling in in future times. (laughs) Jesse's gone because Riley's going to be like, I am never going back to that show ever again. (laughs) <laughs> How many notes have you guys exchanged? It's a good question. Like, um, is it ten? Is it? Do you 20? have any with you like, that I, we can see? This is awesome. No. This is, will you read? Would you read one of the notes? I may read a portion of a oh, note. Oh, that would be fantastic. I would consider reading oh, a portion of a gosh. note. I have a few back at the old homestead. This is so awesome, Riley. That this is this is beautiful. <laughs> this is absolutely beautiful. It really is. Glad I'm able to contribute, and uh, yeah, we've exhausted Absolutely. the Lonelli music. I, I I miss your beautiful flowing <laughs> locks. <laughs> I look up into oh, the that sky. Ch- the chance <laughs> meeting with your parents made my heart a flutter. <laughs> we both live under the same moon. <laughs> oh my God. You guys are giving me more credit than is due for my eloquence. Uh, no, I, I, hey, the, the handwritten letter thing, man, I give you it's awesome, all kinds man. of props for that because nobody's doing that now. Uh, I'm old enough that there was a time when you still wrote letters to people. No big tech. You don't have everybody AIing him to death. This is, no. uh, there needs to be more Riley Yauks and uh, I don't know what his girlfriend's name is, but that that's where I would <laughs> K- K- Katie. Kudos Katie. to y'all. Thank Katie. you. Wow. Appreciate that. I wonder what her reaction... I'm going to show her this clip when we hang out later today. I wonder what her reaction is going to be. I'll update you guys. Uh, Will you return on Monday to tell us about the breakup? (laughs) (laughs) If she breaks up with me, I'll be here on Monday. uh, Give you the whole story. And if she sticks around, that'll be our Feel Good Friday, painted by Holman Lindsay Paints next week. All right, I, I, Riley, I don't. I'm sure you worked very hard to prepare because you want to put your best foot forward, yes. like you did with the various winning percentages and the loss column in your Sports Center. I'm sorry that we kind of took over your 
segments. Uh, we did not allow you to cook. We, it was an inquisition. That's totally And I still fine. haven't gotten all my questions answered, which is, I have <laughs> What's more. your last well, question you have for Riley? What's the one more thing you need to know? Uh, I am curious, when you've only been dating for a month, mm -hmm. are you still in this kind of, I don't want to say feeling pressure or nerves, mm -hmm. but I respect the fact that you did this on our show because this is a risky play. It is. Like, uh, this, she, is she, are you sure that she will receive this segment in a positive manner? <laughs> because what I'm saying is, is when you're this early, you don't want to make a misstep. You don't want to screw it up, especially if it's someone you really like, which you clearly do with Katie. So uh, are you, have you been... Have you felt fairly confident, or did you just think, well, I just want to make a good impression on Wilde and Tausch, so I'm going to go with my best material, and if Katie dumps me, so what? very sexy, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty optimistic. I don't think I would have brought this up there you go. if I, like I thought you would hate it. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I can't say for certain. Keep you guys posted. Do you think she would call into the show the next time you're filling in? <laughs> I'll ask. <laughs> Give it a shot. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know about you, but this is my favorite segment of the show, and I think today's this, been a pretty damn good I'll show. I'll say this. Best, best <laughs> whoa, Riley. Best of any of the woes we've done in seven years. Whoa, this is my favorite, too. Riley. Oh, Riley. I'm honored. Thank you, guys. <laughs> well, you shouldn't be honored. You barely did anything. We did all the asking. <laughs> I'll take it. We will wrap things up with Feel Good Friday, painted by Holman Lindsay Paints. Next, it's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and sponsored by American Family Insurance. Like I said, we wrap things up for the week and for today with Feel Good Friday, painted by Home and Lindsay Paints. And Tausch, you and I are on the same page on this one. Yeah, I, I, you know, obviously we saw the news this week that Sherry Starr had passed, and I was very fortunate and blessed to have. Uh, been able to spend time with both and obviously Bart Starr, everything that he's done. But Sherry Starr, I think she obviously loved the Green Bay Packers, loved Bart and everything that he did, but really made it a huge part of her life. And just how warm and welcoming she was. And, and I'll never forget, uh, it was me, Max, Sarah, and Eleanor. We were down at a hotel in Green Bay that I think the Stars went to a ton. And we were down getting breakfast. And Sarah and I were sitting there, and all of a sudden, Sherry just came up and grabbed Eleanor and, like, held her and was, like, carrying her around and said, oh, I'm going to go. And went and took her over by uh, by Bart. And it was and Sarah was kind of looking like, sup? Sherry Star's doing something. It's going to be good. And it was just how warm. And I'll never forget that. And our kids had no clue what the hell was going on. But just that warmth and what the Star family is all about and all of the other stuff. But that was just one of those moments that when that news came this week, I just that brought a smile back to my face with how Sherry came up and was just just that welcoming attitude that she always showcased. And I'm sure she did that with everybody, but it was just something for our family that was really, really cool. 
Obviously, uh, the stars started the or were the at the forefront of Rawhide Boys Ranch, which was a huge charity that they devoted so much time to and has had so much success because of them. Uh, she also was involved with the Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation. She and Bart started the Star Children's Fund which is focused on childhood cancer, and she did all kinds of things even after Bart's passing to support that. So um, it is it, it is not a feel-good Friday that she is no longer with us, but it is an opportunity for us to look back on all the things that she and Bart did to make this a better place and, and her devotion. I, I got to meet her a ton of times. I was really lucky. She was so nice, uh, and I interviewed her probably a dozen times over the years always had plenty of time to talk always was so cordial and thoughtful i i just i just thought the world of her and and you know i hope that there are lots of people that are remembering this week all the difference that she and her husband made during their time because uh we certainly celebrate players in today's game that do a good job with that but it's not nearly as commonplace or prevalent and they were phenomenal yeah, I think the gold standard for what you want, how you want to carry yourself, obviously is championships on the field, but off the field, he, I think he has set the gold standard as being one of the great Packers of all time. That's it for us this week. Thanks to Riley and Strophy and Katie. Uh, good luck with that, <laughs> Riley. Have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday. Take care. Be good.